Hey, thanks for coming back. Today, we have another great testimony for you guys. We have my friend and sister, Shakura Mollis. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining us on another episode of About Faith. Uh, today, uh, we're going to continue with the great testimonies we've been get, we've been getting. Um, today, I have my long friend, long time friend. Yeah, we've been for a long yeah. time, Ooh. right? I don't yeah. even know when, but I it's met been a long you time. in fifth grade. Fifth grade? See, I was in sixth grade. You I don't remember that. Grade. Oh, I remember. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Shakira. I was gonna say your maiden name. It's not Jones no more. <laughs> but that's not right. Now. That's not right. Well, how you say the last name? I want to make sure I say Mollis. Mollis. Yep. My friend Shakira Mollis. Hold on. Is it Shakira or is it? Well, it's Shakura. We're gonna sell this today. What is it? <laughs> it's Shakura. Okay, everybody, we're gonna get her name right from now. <laughs> it's Shakura. So, Listen, um, I still answer to Shakira. Okay. I still answer. Okay. It's been that for years, so we don't. I'll still go by. How are you doing today? I am doing wonderful today. That's good to hear. A lot on my plate, but I'm doing wonderful. I'm I, I can't complain. I'm glad to hear. You know, sometimes it's okay to complain. I'm just playing. Don't complain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. Don't do that. Listen, you open that up, it'd be like, okay, where do I start? Okay, <laughs> I'm no. Just playing. I'm just playing. But um, I like to just jump right into it. That's okay, okay with you. That's fine. Um, so... Um, just tell us a little bit about yourself, like where you're from, uh, what was your childhood experience like, you know, for you? Oh, where I'm from, well, you know, I'm from the hood, from the Pleasant hood. Grove, <laughs> you know, thank God, you know, they say you can take a, a girl out of the hood, but you can't take the hood out of the girl. But God took the hood out too? Yeah, he okay. did, praise <laughs> God. I mean, I still got a look now. <laughs> That's funny. That's hilarious. No, but I'm from Pleasant Grove. Um, I didn't know that. Born and raised there. Or maybe I did. You probably maybe uh, no, because I, I was out of district going to LMCA. Uh -huh. You know, I was had to do a little hardship, whatever, to yeah. get to get into it. But um, from Pleasant Grove, mm -hmm. I was born there, moved to my first apartment from there. So that's all I knew growing up. Yeah. Um, uh, my childhood life, it was pretty basic. Yeah. You know, it was school, church, family. That's okay. all it was. And then I I have a brother who's older than me, but I don't a lot of people didn't that know either. that. Yeah, a lot of people didn't know that. And he was in in now. Yeah. And, uh, so I almost looked like I was the only child for yeah. a while. Mm -hmm. So is he was, like way older than you? He's eleven years older than me. Now, my sister is nine, so some people Get forget out. that I have. Yeah, a sometimes sister. I forget you have a sister, <laughs> yeah. and then I see the pictures and be like. Yeah. Does have a sister. Yeah, she's blessed to have me as a brother. Oh, my. That's how I'm going to say it. I, I think I the same about my brother. Praise <laughs> the Lord. No, but yeah, um, it was pretty basic for me. It was school, church, family. I grew up around my grandparents. And okay. I think that's where the old soul came from. Because, you know, back at MCA, everybody called me grandma. I didn't call, did I call you that? I probably you did. You probably called me. I probably did. No, you called me Shackerel. Alone. I sure did call you that. Mm -hmm. That's wrong. But, yeah. <laughs> why did I call I you? I don't know. I have no idea I why know. I called you that. I have no clue. But I answered to everything back then. Oh. 
But I hung around my grandparents. I was a big grandparent baby. I was the one that I did. I was the one that played outside, but I was always in the kitchen hearing okay. all the old folk stories. Yeah. So that's why that's why I was such an old soul growing up. Okay, that's mm-hmm. cool. That's, I mean, that's cool. I, I gravitate to towards yeah. my grandparents a lot yeah. too. So I tried to obtain a lot of wisdom at a young age. Yeah. That's where you get it from. That's true. Yep. That's true. So you, I learned how to cook too. I can, yeah, that's yeah. true too. That's how I got it down. Got a whole bacon business. Cakes by Shakuri, if yeah. you know, get yeah. you some cakes by yeah, Shakuri. But hold on. <laughs> I think I said your name wrong again. But It's okay. Okay. We're going to let this slide. Okay. We're going to be Shakuri today. So you said you um, grew up in church. Was it full gospel? I, no. We actually grew up. Well, I actually grew up at a church called Evangelist Temple. Okay. It was a small little white church over there. In, was, I don't know if it's South Dallas. Where is Bird Street? I don't know. Okay, somewhere. Two main streets. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was a little white church, and I grew up there. That was a family church. Yeah. My grandparents was there, aunts, cousins. Oh, really? Everybody. So that's all I knew growing up as a kid. Okay. And uh, I think around seven or eight, we visited... Full gospel, not knowing my mom had already known about full gospel. Okay. Because she got saved at 17. But oh, for of course, real? she always tells me the story because her and my aunt wanted boyfriends. They lost it. So, <laughs> <laughs> That's so, funny. Yeah. So um, she wasn't at full gospel after that. She went to Evangelist Temple. Okay. And we visited one night. And I'll never forget the night we visited. Uh-huh. I was young. I remember Apostle Lopez. And yeah. he preached and he preached. And the first thing I noticed that stuck out to me, he preached on faith. And that stuck, I was like. You were like seven? And you I remember? was seven. And I still Man, remember that. I, don't, I he, sometimes forget what happened yesterday. Oh, my. But you remember. Yeah. <laughs> what that I'm I, that's one thing I will never forget. I was like seven. And he preached on faith. It was like a 20-minute message real quick. But it it meant so much to me because I had never heard nobody preach like that. Uh-huh. And I'm going to this other church. And I can't tell you what they preach. No, All no. I know is we was able to do everything and still be active that's, in church. That's amazing, though. And that's what they say preaching should be, that you should... Like, the preacher is preaching so good that even a child, child yeah. can understand it. Yeah. And you're uh, you're I testifying was, yeah. to the fact that he preached so well yes. that at seven, you were, yes. you it stood out to you mm-hmm. that he was preaching about faith. And I never forget. I will never forget that message. Do you remember the message? I don't remember the title. But you remember. But I know it was on faith. That's crazy. That's one thing I... Was it, you remember what night it was? Like, was it a... It was a... It was either a Tuesday or a Saturday night service. Okay. Because it okay. was a night service. Okay. Um, and the funny thing, though, for me, and probably this is why I'll never forget it, too, is you know how they do the, the prayer at the end. Right. The prayer. They always pray for the family that right. morning, the lost. Right. But they said, you know, Lord, let's be praying for the bereaved family. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember they said that at Evangelist Temple. Yeah. I thought that was a last name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, my eyes popped open, and I got to looking around. I said, they followed us over here. They followed y'all. To full gospel. <laughs> and I was like, who are these people? They were bereaved. That, 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 who are they? You know, but that's funny. That's something that I'll never forget. But we just visited that night, mm. and we didn't go back. And I will always ask my mom, like, I'm going to go back to that church. Right. I ain't know the name of the church. Right. I didn't know the name of the pastor. 
But he preached so well that I wanted to be there. Okay. We would never go back. At this time, my mom had left Evangelist Temple. Mm-hmm. And we were just church hopping. Every Sunday, it was a different church. And I would lean over and be like, my mom like this church. Can we go back to the other? And she would just tell me, girl, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Sit back and be quiet. And I, we, we did that for some time. And I don't, I can't remember what age I was when uh, it was a Sunday morning. Y'all went. Yeah, it was, huh? Y'all just end up coming to. Well, no, it was a Sunday morning. I didn't get woke up. You know, I was still asleep. So I jumped out of bed. I was like, why my mommy come in here until we get dressed and get ready for church? And I saw her getting ready. Yeah. She was putting the stockings and everything. I said, Mom, you going to church? She said, yeah. I said, what church you going to? And she told me, she said, well, I'm going back to full gospel. I said, well, I want to go. You know, I was so excited, <laughs> excited about that. I had been asking. Oh, wow. And she said, no, mama got to go for herself this morning. You can come with me tonight. Okay. And I was I was heartbroken because I was like, now I've been asking to go yeah. to this church for the longest. You're finally going and I can't go. Yeah. But I didn't understand at that time that yeah. she was going to give her life to the Lord. Right. But uh, that was the night, I can't remember how old I was, that we joined Full Gospel. And uh, it was that to me to have a preacher that could preach to me. And I was young. Yeah. And I could retain his messages. And I didn't know what faith was. Right. But it built mine. Right. You know, I was like, right. oh, I, if he said I could do that, I could do this. And, yeah. And, and I wasn't saved. I Very didn't know anything compelling. about it. Compelling preacher. So that's, yeah. yeah. I, and I didn't know anything about being saved, but it was just something. I just loved church. I loved going, but I knew something was more. I, I knew something. God had something more for me. Didn't know what it was. Yeah. Didn't know it was salvation. I just thought, go to church, be as good as you can, and keep it moving. Yeah. That's all I knew. Yeah, that's great. So. So you grew up all you grew up in church. Yeah. Uh, you don't remember what time you came. Um, mm-hmm. So um, just growing up in church, and I know you said you wasn't saved. No. At what point, like, was was it still? I guess I'm I guess the word phrase I'm looking for, like, at what point, like, did God start working on you and God start working on your heart, uh, or was it just did it take a while? Did it take you all the way through school, or? Well, I was now. I do remember. Um, at 11, mm-hmm. they had shown this video, yes, called The Burning, yes, The Burning Hell, Hell. yeah, S- scariest Get movie the, of the all scariest, the time. <laughs> scared the daylight out of you, and I remember I was like, Oh, I don't want to go there. That's it. So I'm about to go. I think I'm, it was the, <laughs> the, the, the movie, and then. Being in that opera house church, it I think so it just scary. was like two things. <laughs> tr- and then w- I went down to that prayer room, and it was all red. I said, dog, this feel like I'm going." To- <laughs> <laughs> but that was the night I was like, "Okay, I need to, I need to get saved." Yeah. And I got saved at eleven, mm-hmm. but it was so hard for me to keep it mm-hmm. because I was so tormented at eleven. I would hear things moving in the house. Mm. I would hear pots and pans moving. Mm. I would hear footsteps. I would have nightmares. Mm. I had no rest. And I was like, well, before I got saved, I I, I was able to sleep. Now I'm saved. I can't sleep. And that was such a rough time for me Uh because I battled. I was like, well, 
how how are people supposed to keep this and you can't get no rest? Right. And I didn't understand it, you right. know. And so I was like, well, I'm gonna just be good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna hold. I I'll just be good for as I don't long as be I saved. can. I'm I want to be, be saved, but I'm just gonna be good. Right. So it wasn't until I say like 16 because at this time I'm not LNCA. And we came Bible class. Right. And so I had been going to LNCA, but I only went to LNCA when I was, I went sixth and seventh. Uh-huh. But, then you stopped. Yeah. Because I was always sick in and out of school. Right. i never forget one time you said, Shakira, how did you get to middle school or high school? You always sick. <laughs> I don't remember that. I'll never forget that. But I know that I was so sick. <laughs> Well, we just did the homework in the hospital. That's funny. I never forget that. I don't remember that. That's hilarious. You was like, how did you make it to? You're always sick. And I was like, you're right. You're right. I've been brutally honest my whole life, apparently. You have. You really have. You said what you thought. Whatever came to your mind, you said. I apologize for that. That's funny. It's okay. We, but that, I, no hard feelings. That's funny. <laughs> you say um, you were tormented. I think, and you said you just decided that you would be good. I think that's the thing that people don't think about. Like a lot of people feel like good people go mm-hmm. to heaven. Yeah. They don't realize that good people still go to heaven. They still go to heaven. Save people go to heaven. Exactly. And <laughs> so, that was a struggle for me because I was like, well, I wouldn't send me to hell, you know. Well, I'm young. My mom's saved, so you know. If he if he try to send me to hell, then I'll just be like, Mama, you know, tell him. This. You was going to negotiate with the I Lord? I was going to negotiate with the Lord. <laughs> the enemy had my mind so messed up. Yeah. Mama can, you know, Mama can be my scapegoat. I wonder how many people actually think like that. Like, it's I'm about, good. Like, yeah. hey, God, like, yeah. I was good. He wouldn't send me. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. good. I like, do I'll, look at all these other yeah. people. Like, you're going to send him yeah. or her. Yeah. Look what they were doing. Mm-hmm. I understand you sending them. Like, yeah. How can you send me? Yeah. And, and so, where does God draw the line on mm-hmm. who should go and who, should, exactly. who shouldn't go? So, that's why he's, it saved people mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. And then unsaved go. Just be good. Yeah. You know, as long as you ain't out there stealing, knocking somebody over the head, right. robbing, you will, you you'll make it. Right. That's what I thought, but it wasn't like that. Mm. Do you, you know? look back now and know, like the steps God took uh, in order to start bringing you to Him? Yeah, I look at that. I'm like, from seven years old, He planted that already. Uh-huh. Like, how does a kid at that age know? Yeah, I need to be at this church. Yeah. I was already at church. Right. I was in the choir. Yeah. Everything. Usher yeah. board. So how did I know from going to one church one time? Right. That there was some I needed something more yeah. than what the other church was giving right. me. And when I look back and I and I see how God used me to right. even trouble my mama. Like, mm-hmm. when are we going back to this other church? You know? And I'm so grateful because I'm like, well, what if that was not my turnout? You know. Right. What if I never paid? What if I didn't pay attention? Right. You know, to that service. What if I drew through the whole service? That's why even when I when I'm in church now and I see younger kids, I'm like, they can pay attention. Right. I paid attention as a kid. Right. You know, they don't have to be distracted in service. Right. Because you never know what plans God has for that child. Yeah. You know, so I I truly thank God for 
just the 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 path that he had me go down, mm-hmm. even as a young kid, going to LMCA mm-hmm. and uh, getting around other young people that. You know, we tried to be saved. You know, we yeah, just yeah. we were just real churchy. Yeah. You know, we tried to be good and churchy. Right. I think that's what that was. Yeah. So you said it was. I think you earlier you were saying that it was sixteen that mm-hmm. God with it. He started to like deal with yeah. your heart. Yeah. And what was that process? Oh Lord, it was hard <laughs> because I had cousins that I was very very tight tight uh-huh. with. But they were heathens. Amen. <laughs> oh, man. I was a heathen, too. But, you know, I couldn't see myself because I would always hear, well, if you're going to be saved, you can't run with a crowd that is they're not living their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, well, I'm young, and mm-hmm. these are my kinfolk. Like, why would, I, why would I be separated from my family? Like, what am I going to do? So it was a battle right. at that time. Because I wanted to hang out with my family, but I also wanted to go to church, you know, mm-hmm. and be saved. I really wanted to live for God, but I also wanted to keep my family. Yeah. And so it wasn't until I struggled with that for about a year. Mm-hmm. Then once I became a senior, I was like, well, I think I'm going to go out there for a little bit. You know, just see what life is like, oh, you know. I've I've been, you know, at church Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday Sunday morning, Sunday night. I'm going out there and see what a little bit is and then I come back. That's what I'm in my That's mind. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I went to the the church school, you know, I'm church sometimes like I built up enough credit yeah, that God yeah. allowed me this he, time. He, yeah, he go throw me to the wolves, you know. Yeah, he yeah, had yeah. grace and mercy. Yeah. And so when I graduated, I was like, Well, I'm gonna do my own thing for a little bit. And I didn't make it past nineteen. To until I got saved wow. because stuff it was just like stuff just fell apart. Wow. Once I tried to go do my own thing, I got caught up with the wrong people. Mm-hmm. I never had peace. I was unhappy. Mm. I didn't feel myself. Yeah, and I'll never forget how God how I came to the Lord. Yeah, and it was the craziest thing because I would hear some people say I had a dream that I was falling. And I was, I'm like, wait, well, yeah, yeah, they didn't yeah. have no dreams like that. But um, I was working for, I thought it was this company, Lord, the devil had me so wrapped up. I really thought I was working for a legit company. Uh-huh. I never brought home a paycheck because it was those people that come up to you and be like, you want to buy some perfume? So oh, come well, yeah. yeah. And so I'm out there doing that with yeah. a whole bunch of people I don't know. Yeah. We were going from different cities to even different states. Wow, wow. Yeah. And it was just God's grace and mercy that I didn't get, you know, anything could have happened to me. Right, right, right. So, uh, i never forget, we were in Oklahoma. Uh-huh. And uh, it was just a group of us. We had got a room for the night because we were going to go back to Texas the next day. And we were asleep. When uh-huh. I woke up, and when I woke up, it was as if somebody put a, like, one of those screens from the movies uh-huh. in front of my eyes. Right. And at that, when I when I woke up and I saw that, I saw the church as if you were sitting in the choir stand and you could see the whole sanctuary, mm-hmm. and everybody was lifting their hands, praising God, shouting. And apostle, our current apostle, was up preaching, and he mm-hmm. was preaching from one end to the other. Right. And when I saw it, my heart broke because that's where I knew I should have been. Oh wow! And God began to deal with me, and He told me, He said, "This is where you're supposed to be." Oh wow! 
and I you couldn't go back to sleep. God gave you your own personal yeah. movie for for <laughs> I, deliverance. <it> did. <laughs> I had front row center. Right, right. And after I saw that, I started crying. I immediately started crying. Mm. And I said, well, let me call my mom. It wasn't that I needed anything or, or I was going to ask her anything. I just wanted to hear her voice. Right. Because I was like, if I hear my mom's voice, everything will be okay. Yeah. So I called her. And she was like, Shady, you all right? I was like, yeah, you know, I'm okay. Yeah. And she was like, what's wrong? If you need me to come get you, I'll send for you. What's happening? I said, no, we'll be back tomorrow. And I thank God yeah. because a lot of times people say, I'll be back tomorrow. I'll do this tomorrow. And sometimes tomorrow never come for a person. Right. But I'm so grateful that God had mercy. And allowed you to see. And allowed me to get back home that next day. And that was a Saturday. So okay. that's Sunday. Look, you, huh? Did you come to the the night you came back home? Was that Saturday? It was a Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's Sunday morning. The enemy's already fighting. Right. I didn't go to church. Yeah. Knowing that I should have been to church. Right, right. But I didn't go to church. So my mom went and she came back home. And, you know, at that time we were on day store. Yeah, yeah. At, at two o'clock on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So she would always turn it on. And so this day she turned on day store. And was listening to it. And normally I'd been a close the door, call my cousin, be like, girl, what you doing? What you do while I was gone? But I literally went to my door. I opened my bedroom door to listen to it. And I laid in the bed. And all I did was cry. And I remember the message was heaven and hell in perspective. Oh, that's a, that's a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. And I told God, I said, if you allow me to make it to church tonight, mm -hmm. I'll get saved. Because I was tired of feeling that that heaviness. Right. I didn't want to feel that way anymore. And right. I knew I wasn't supposed to be doing the stuff I was doing. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't really doing a whole bunch of bad stuff. Right. Like, I wasn't out there robbing and stealing and everything. But I knew I wasn't living the life God had for me right. to live. Right, right. So, the whole way to church, I'm over there looking out the window because I didn't want my mama to see me. But I'm over here about to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here about to break down and cry, and I feel like if she say one thing to me, I'm just going to boo -hoo. Yeah, it's over. it's over. We got the church, and Apostle preached one way in, no way out. You, you're like I the first person to remember like all of I the messages leading up. I remember all of it. That's crazy. I remember it was January 22nd, 2006. Oh, man. How, how many years? It oh, you said 2006. So that's, mm -hmm. that's what. That? 15, 14, 15? 15? Yeah, 15 now. Because yeah. last year, yeah. Yeah, last month was January. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh -huh. You got filled with the Holy Ghost that same night? with the Holy Ghost that same night. That's amazing. So, when you got filled with the Holy Ghost, I always mess with people. But I know it does happen. Like, <laughs> did the walls look new? Did everything look new? You know, know what? It, for me, because I know a lot of people say everything looked new. For me, I mean, it still looked the same. I was like, oh, okay, this is it. But I saw life differently. You know, like, I was like, oh, I'm free. I'm now, I'm no longer bound by the stuff that had me weighed down before I got here. So I felt lighter. It wasn't that stuff I looked it. new. Yeah, I love it. It was just my perspective now. I my mindset it. was different. Because I was going to ask you like that, because you talked about you felt burning down. You said, I felt lighter. That's yeah. A, and that's like, it's just amazing. Like when you get the Holy Ghost, it's like, I can't, ex you can't explain it to someone. Yeah. But like. You try to explain it. It just yeah. feels like the words are never enough. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> like, we it's don't have not. the right words. And, yeah. and, and, and there's, I guess it's just heavenly words will only be yeah. the best way to yeah. ever describe exactly. the Holy Ghost. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and, I, and so that's been, what you say, 15 years yeah. now. So 
Um, so God has kept you a wonderful yeah. 15 years. And mm-hmm. I know, we know yeah. that there are trials that come wrong in this mm-hmm. life, right? You know, you think you get saved, you're like, man, everything's supposed to be easy peasy now. But right, it's not right, like that. Right. It's not like that at all. <laughs> you right. know. You gotta right. suffer sometimes, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. But uh but God is still good in all of that, right? Mm-hmm. He's still good through all the suffering. Absolutely. But is there any situations that you can share with us uh on how, you know, maybe a trial you went through mm-hmm. or a situation and you know, how did you overcome them? Uh it's one particular trial that I ref- I always rehearse it, mm-hmm. that testimony in my mind constantly. Okay. And that was when my dad got sick. At this time, I'm living on my own. Mm-hmm. And my dad ended up having a double stroke and heart attack. Oh, wow. And uh, my mom rushed into the hospital, and they ended up finding out he had an infection in his heart. Mm-hmm. I had at this, I had never heard of, you know, yeah. the fact that you can have an infection in your heart. Right. And he needed heart surgery mm-hmm. to um, to repair one of the valves in his heart, but they couldn't give him the heart surgery because of the infection. They right. had to clear the infection, then do the heart surgery. Right. <clears throat> so at this time, of course, fear came up on me because I'm like, well, I don't want to lose my dad. Right. And I'll never forget, I went to visit him, and they had admitted him, and I went to visit him, talk to him, whatever. And I ended up going, walking out because I was like, Lord, I don't want this to be. Because normally when you hear cases like this, it can turn out bad. You know, it can turn out bad. And I was walking down the hospital hall. And I was like, Lord, what am I going to do? You know, my dad, he's not safe. If anything happened to him, I know what's going to be the fate. Right. If he doesn't have that opportunity to give his life to you. Right. And, uh. I never forget God gave me the scripture. Uh, I can't remember the full scripture, but it's the scripture where He said, "And when I saw thee polluted in thy own blood, mm-hmm. I said unto thee, Live." Yeah. And when I heard that scripture, yeah, He told me to repeat that over Him. Right. And I was like, "Okay, God, yeah, I will." And I did know that one day would turn into a whole seven month trial. Oh, wow. He was in the hospital from April until september Mm. and he ended up going he ended up uh his lungs ended up filling up with fluid so they had to rush him to icu and then do emergency heart surgery and it was touch and go they were like well he's not gonna make it so you might want to prepare the family and i'm looking at god and i'm like well god i know what you told me right you gave me your word Mm -hmm. but what what is giving me your word if you're not gonna perform it? You right. know? And and I literally watched God work a miracle over my dad day after day. We would go to the hospital, I seen him become where he looked unrecognizable. Mm. He didn't even look like my dad because his body had swelled up mm-hmm. so bad. Then we watched him swell up to shrink down into skin and bones. And it mm. was just like God, what's happening? Right. This thing is not happening. It's not what you told me and what you showed me is not lining up. Right. And so once God worked that miracle and I saw God bring my daddy out and I was like, okay, God, pray. You know, I was, I was excited about that, but the process of that, I was working two jobs mm-hmm. and I was faithful to church. Right. I was working on the help. 
So half the time during that time, we were getting out of church at one and two o'clock right, in the morning because right, right, we right, had right. conventions. Right. And around that time, we were doing the CD at the church. So mm-hmm. I had rehearsals, I think Mondays and Thursdays, but I was at the hospital every day. Mm-hmm. And Papa was getting no more than two hours of sleep. And I watched my, uh, I remember I was like, okay, this is where I'm at. Right. So I asked one of my managers at my other job, I said, well, do you think you could give me longer hours so I can let go of my second job? And he probably said, oh, yeah, sure. Let go of my first job to work that job. And he ended up cutting my house. Oh, wow. So I was not knowing how I was going to pay bills. Mm. Didn't have money to, to buy food. I was going back and forth to the hospital every day. It was hard to get off the parking lot, but every day I saw God bless. It was a hard try because I didn't yeah. know if I was coming or going. A lot of stress. You know? Worrying. I mean, it's a lot going on. It was on. a lot of stress. Yeah. And not only that, I watched my mom. She never left the hospital. Mm-hmm. She stayed in the ICU family room. And uh, I remember we were getting out of service during convocation. And God told me to call her. Mm-hmm. I called my mom. And she sounded real disoriented. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Mom, do you know what day it is? And she was like, yeah, it's Thursday. Well, it was actually Tuesday. What? I was like, no. I said, have you had your medicine? She was like, I, I don't know. And so I said, well, I'm on my way to the hospital. And I got out there. It was like a little, maybe 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I got out there. My mom was burning up. Oh, wow. I was running a high fever. I had to send her to the ER. Right. So they admitted her because she had pneumonia. And then she also had her enzymes and her heart was up. They say, what they say, when it rains, it pours? It, right, when it rains, it pours. So not only did I have my dad in ICU on right. the second floor, she was on the seventh floor. Right. So I was Man. coming to the hospital every day, visiting my dad. Couldn't tell my dad that my mom was in the hospital because we didn't want him to start having issues because he can't see my mom. Right. And then I would have to go and relay the the my daddy's doings to my mom on the second floor. And I did that for so long. Wow. And I was like, God, when am I going to catch a break? Yeah. So I watched God bring my mom out. And then shortly he brought my dad out. But it was hard then because they lived in a house. Well, he had to have assistance because he had to learn everything over. Yeah. So I had to move my parents out of their house. I had to move out of my apartment, find a place to, for all of us to live so I can care for both of them and provide for my family. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, Lord, I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm moving. Right. But I need your help here. Yeah, I can imagine. I had to choose between rent, water, <laughs> food, uh, medicine. Right, right. But I thank God because... At that time, I was like, well, I'm going to quit baking because I can't bake, work, and take care of them. Yeah. But God told me, he said, I put it in your hands what I wanted you to do. Right. And he told me to bake my way out of it. <laughs> he baked your way out of like it. And that's exactly what I did. And I watched God move in ways I never could have imagined. Yeah. And when I tell you, I, we never went without food. That's amazing. We never went. Our lights never got cut off. No car ever got taken. You know, it was times where if I had to catch a ride, I did. But I stayed faithful to God. Shakira, I'm going to run around this room if you keep on testifying <laughs> like this. I'm just playing. <laughs> Ooh, but I I never forget. And that's why I believe God at seven yeah. had me experience hearing Apostle talk, talk about, about faith. Because you needed it. Because I needed it. Yes. And I didn't know how much I was going to need it mm-hmm. until then. When I tell you I had... 
if, if it wasn't faith that got me through that, yeah. I had to literally trust God and his word. Yes. And the scripture that God showed me before I yeah. went to that trial was in Jeremiah. Was Is there anything too hard for God? Right. And I answered the officer, there's nothing too hard for him. Yeah. And I had to remember that. Man, I like you had your scriptures to stand on because we stand on the word, right? Like yeah. that's what that's what I love about our ministry. Yeah. And our leader, they teach us to stand on the word. Um, yeah. Uh, that was amazing. That was just amazing to listen <laughs> to. I was just like, let me listen to all this. This is getting good. good. And that's what I was just about to say. Like, he is. He is so good. good. He's good yeah. and he's faithful yes, he to his people. Yeah. Um, I always ask, like, is there any? Well, there any, I know you sing, so I'm pretty sure you had a few songs. <laughs> You're like, this song is on repeat right now. <laughs> yeah. it, may, it may change from time to time. Yeah. Um, and just based on, you know, the day, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. sometimes, like, I always think, like, I know we don't stand on songs, but sometimes they just speak to yeah. us in that moment, right? Yeah. And I just wonder, is, is that for you? Uh, is that like yeah. that for you? Yeah. Um, it was definitely the song called Amazing by, I think it's Ricky Dillard. Okay. Tiff Joy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that thing was on repeat because I there, I always felt that if I just magnify God more mm-hmm. than I pay attention to my situations, that gets his attention and it gets my focus off of what's happening. Let me magnify the Lord. Let me tell him how amazing he is because once it's just like a kid, you know, when you butter your parents up, yeah. they'll be like, you know what? You did say you want that shirt. So yeah. it's not, it wasn't a manipulating thing because God is amazing. Right, he is. But I just wanted to exalt him. And right. so I kept that song on repeat because it gave me joy Right. to sing those songs. I didn't want anything that was going to make me feel worse, you know, yeah. than what my situation was or make me dwell yeah. on the situation. So that was the song that, yeah, I had on repeat. Yeah, that's amazing. I love it. I love it. Um not only that, but um, through your walk with God, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any like spiritual heroes that's been in your life, or maybe even just a friend uh, that's been there and there to encourage you along the way? Oh yeah, Lord, I have a few, um, <laughs> but one for sure that I looked up to from a kid on up, and I still to this day get wisdom from them, and that's Shani. Because that was my Bible teacher. Yeah. And she's the one that taught Bible class to the point to where I wanted to read and know my word. Right. Because I could have missed all the other subjects. You could lift me in Bible class. Right. It was just that good. Yeah. And to this day, we still text and I still talk to her about things. You know, but even, even in the midst of my walk, God has placed, you know, other friends Uh that I can bounce things off of and sometimes we'll just talk about God throughout, you know, yeah. for hours up until yeah. one in the morning and, you know, now currently God has blessed me with a husband that I can do that with now, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And, and and my friends are still there, the ones that God has given me. Right. I can still go to them. But uh Shani for sure and Chris Black. Because yeah. that's that's my business partner. Yeah. And one thing that blesses me every time we would have meetings we always started it with the word of god yeah we always started with basing everything off of scripture so even in my business everything i do 
God gets the glory first right. before I proceed on. Because yeah. I can't do it without him. That's amazing. I love it. Because Black going to make sure we t- we talk about Listen. the word. I love I exactly. love the conversation. Sometimes I just play, um, as they would say, devil's advocate with him just because yeah. I want to see what he's going to do. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he does it to me, too. So, yeah. that's why I do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's um, like are there anything, any any groups you work with at church, you know, and why do you love working with those groups? Oh, um, the one group that I know that I love, love, love dearly, and that's the help. And what was the help? Explain to people that okay, listening. So the help is, and it's not like the movie. <laughs> it's <laughs> I not the movie. movie but I it's not the maids or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I look at the help as servants unto right. God. Right. And I look at it in correlation to the scripture where in everything you do, you do it as unto the Lord. Right. And um, so what we do, you know, we have events or if it's any type of job or task that's needed at the church. Right. If any one of us are available to help put it on or uh, clean up or set it up or serve. Right. You know, we're first in response to do it bob said that's what he put in the church right yeah yeah we so, need we need them yeah and since i was a kid i always loved helping people right i was i my plan was to get into the medical field to mm-hmm. go to school for nursing yeah because i love to help help people. i wanted to help nurse people back to health yeah but that wasn't god's plan for my life yeah uh, obviously but now i can do it in the Spiritual sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In service at church. And I I love when I get to serve the people of God. Right. So if it's like a banquet and we're serving food or yeah. we're serving drinks or we're putting tablecloths down or we're uh-huh. cleaning up, those parts are always important for the body of Christ. I always feel like even little things like that, like people may not understand it, but like that's got to honest that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, people may not understand, like, picking up trash or yeah. the little stuff, right? right? They look at it like, oh, well, what is that? But yeah. God sees you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. God rewards you for just, yeah. you're doing something mm-hmm. out of the goodness of your heart. Right. You know what I mean? So, I always feel like God sees all the little things. Everything doesn't have to be monetary and giving. Sometimes you can right. give your time. Yeah. And God will bless you for giving that your time. That is true. So, yeah, that's the wisdom I've learned over the years from people. So, yeah, that's so <laughs> that's I'm giving your time. Yeah, because everybody think a blessing is money. Yeah, but sometimes it could be so many different areas God can bless you. Yeah, and you may and just giving your time, God may come back. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Be like, hey, you gave your time. You know, mm-hmm. and let and you never know, right? Like how God will bless you in return just right. for you giving your time in service to His church. So, mm-hmm. that is uh, true. That's one. That's that's just. Me thinking and me talking. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> but you're right, though. Uh, so, before we get out of here, okay. is there any thoughts you would like to leave with our listeners? Um, well, the what I would leave is have faith in God. Mm-hmm. Like, we hear it all the time. Right. And we take faith as something, oh, if I just think it'll happen, or if I just say it a couple of times, it'll happen, but if you literally have unwavering, undoubtful faith, if you believe with all your heart, right. the things that God will do, and said that he would do, right. he's going to do it. Right. I know him to be a way maker, and I've known him to be so many other things, and faith literally is 
it's almost like the base of my salvation. Right. Because you got to believe this to the saving of your soul. Right. So, you know, I'm just like, if you have faith in God, there's so much that God can do. And you'll see God in so many different ways. You know, your yeah. your your perspective in God will it'll expand. Right. Because sometimes we, we have this narrow vision of God. Right, right. Of only doing the basic stuff. Right. He gives life or he takes life or he gives money or he's going to give a car and a house. Those are basic things. But right. God is so much bigger than that. Right. You know, so that would be something I believe for people. Just have faith in God. I love it. I said we are going to get out of here after that, but I'm going to ask one other thing. Sure. Can you sing something for us? Oh, Lord. <laughs> I should have prepared myself for that. <laughs> you, I know you got it. I know you can sing a little something, a little snippet of something. Uh, what would you? I don't know. Whatever you want to sing. Oh, boy. Um, I know you got something. Let's see. You probably was singing like songs on the way over. Did I sing something on the way over here? Um, what was the song you sang that one day, the solo, when we were out of the sanctuary? Oh, we were quarantined. Yes. Oh, what can song? you give us some of that? Yeah, let me. Let me what see. song was that? It I was forgot what song it is. It was uh, I know Lady D requested it, and I can't even remember. I, I forgot what song Something it was. Something about your anchor. Yes, I don't remember that song, uh, but I'm pretty sure that you can sing it for us. I'm leaving all of this in too of you preparing to sing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I could just I know the part about the that rock is Jesus. I probably could do that part because well, okay. I can't remember the beginning part. I should have been practicing a whole song before I got. It. <laughs> I, um, I, I put you on the spot a little bit. No, it's okay. Did you look up the lyrics, CJ? I'm to. You about to? Look up, I'm um, gonna look up the lyrics just for you. Yeah. Oh man, because I think that might have been the last time I sung it. I'm gonna look it up. Okay. I'm gonna look it up for you. Something about in times like these. Oh, you need yeah. a savior. In times like these, what's the? In times like these, we need an anchor. Mm -hmm. That would be very sure. Oh, okay. Oh, Woo, my nerves. What is this song called? In times like these? I think it's the is name it? of the song. Mm -hmm. in is time, it? Mm -hmm. In times oh, like these. Okay. Oh, oof. You remember? You would put me on the spot, but that's all right. I'm doing it for you, CJ, and for the listeners. <laughs> listeners, I got it. Uh. I got it for us. Yeah. Um, uh, in times like these. We need a savior in times like these. We need an anchor. Be very sure. Be very sure that your anchor holds. And that it grips the solid, the solid rock. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And I want to thank you again for coming by. I got you a little something for coming by. Oh, thank and you. No problem. I see. 
and we're going to go ahead and roll out outro. This has been another episode of the About Faith Podcast with me, your host, TJ Hawthorne. I want to thank you for tuning in. Man, this show wouldn't be what it is if it wasn't for you. So why don't you go ahead and hit that subscribe button and on all your social media platforms, share it with your friends. And until next time, be blessed.